Hi my loves. Today's episode is really, really rich. I actually will, from the get-go, say to listen to this again. Because what I'm speaking to in today's episode is the collective nodal shift that is occurring on the 17th of July, 2023, and where the signs will remain until January 2025. Now, if you're already like, what the frick is a node and why does this matter? I will be breaking all of this down as well. Some of you may remember and may have been around for the very first podcast episode that I released. And within that episode, I was speaking about the power of knowing your your natal chart, your personal astrology. And more specifically than that, I said, look, if there is one component of your astrology to bother learning about, it's your nodes. It's understanding what is your south node, which is comfort zone, energy that's already been mastered, so where you can stay comfortable and just safe, versus what is the north node? Where does your soul desire to grow into in this lifetime. Now today, I'm speaking about a a collective nodal shift. And the nodes are about to shift from Taurus and Scorpio, which is where they've been, the axis that's been playing out collectively since January 2022. So this is a huge moment for all of us where we're wrapping up themes, where we're wrapping up patterns, where we've got this opportunity to close a a big cycle that's been playing out and start to move into a completely new energy. In today's episode, I will be breaking down the significance of the nodes, how they influence our lives, where they have been, as I just touched on, what the collective energy has been, and where we're about to transition into now with the nodes shifting to Aries and Libra. So I'll be discussing how you can work with this energy. If you want to dive into your personal chart, your North Node and South Node, and have my eyes on it so we can explore how this shift will be impacting you in your life, what themes are going to be rising up for you, there is a link in the show notes. And this is one to come back to again, because we're in this energy for a year and a half. So maybe save or bookmark this episode, come back to it and get your notebook out, take some notes. So in case you're new here, let me first start by highlighting the difference between your personal astrology and the collective astrology. So your personal astrology And your natal chart is gathered based off of the specific location you were born in and the specific time you were born at. It's as if the very moment you came into this world, this earthly realm, someone took a cosmic screenshot from your location, from your city, and we use what's going on with the planets at that time to be able to gather awareness of your energetic makeup, so how the different aspects of your personality display, particular themes and patterns that will play out in your life, 
And as we're diving into today, this nodal axis of what you've come into the world already naturally gifted and good at, and where your soul is looking to grow in this lifetime. For each of us, this is part of the paradox in being human, because all at once there is the aspect of us, our brain and our survival mechanism that desires safety, predictability, familiarity and comfort, aka the south node energy, whilst simultaneously there is our soul and our spirit that's incarnated to be on a journey of change and evolution. So this is the north node energy, the part of us that on a deeper level understands that fulfillment is gained through leaving what's comfortable and our highest potential gets reached through that journey of south node comfort, what I know and am able to do with ease towards the north node energy of transformation and change. You know I drop this in every single episode (laughs) to be human or to be anything living, whether that be a plant or an animal or us. To be alive is to be in the process of change, whether we like it or not. When we are born, we have signed ourselves up to a journey of change and transformation. And in essence, to resist change is to be in conflict with the natural laws of being alive. Imagine if a tree tried to avoid shedding its leaves as winter came around or if the flower started to refuse to bloom as spring emerged. So this, through the lens of astrology, is really the south and north node in action. It's choosing to embrace courage and take steps out of your comfort zone in order to create the most rich and rewarding life for you as a completely unique incarnation or expression of energy. In summary, because if you're new to this, I just want to make sure my nodal chat didn't dilute what I was saying about personal astrology. Personal astrology is always both time and location specific. Collective astrology, on the other hand, is looking at where the planets are at this moment in time. And from the collective standpoint, we're looking at themes that will be playing out and energies that are playing out for all of us, regardless of the time of day and the location we're in. As an example, I'm sure you're aware at this point in time, up until the 23rd of July, it is cancer season. The sun is currently within the sign of cancer and this is an energy that applies regardless of your location. So collective energy will apply whilst there's also personal astrology within that month. So for example, anyone who was born within cancer season will be feeling this energy more intensely because you're wrapping up your own solar return, aka it's either just been or is about to be your birthday. So whether you're in the UK or over in Australia, 
this is an energy that we are all feeling. And tomorrow, the collective nodes are shifting. So this is a theme that will be playing out for all of us across the next year and a half. And (laughs) so much information. And if you also happen to have your personal north and south nodes on the axis of Aries Libra, this is set to be a really, really powerful year and a half in terms of the potential you've got for growth, for embodying your next level identity and coming closer to that soul's desire for the unique destiny that your life is here to experience. If you know this already, you know that your north and south nodes sit on this axis. An incredible time to be investing in personal growth, in any kind of embodiment, somatic, you know, deep level transformation. And if you're not sure, but you want to embrace this opportunity, you want to learn about your personal astrology and really hone in on the energy of your North Node and the area of life that it also applies to, in the show notes, I offer a Your Destiny reading, which is when I'm focusing on this particular aspect in your chart. So I'll be able to explain to you your unique North and South Node dynamic And also, as well as giving you the astrology reading, using my coaching toolkit to also offer embodiment suggestions and ways that you can shift any stuck energy and come out of the pattern of staying in comfort in favor of calling upon courage and embracing the North Node aspect of your chart. That is the scene setting or the housekeeping done just so that you are listening with a similar level of awareness around what I'm actually talking about. (laughs) And before I explain what's to come in the next year and a half, I will talk about where we've been. So where have the nodes been sitting since January 2022? And because this cycle is wrapping up right now, It will be really fascinating as you're listening to me talk about these themes to reflect on how that's actually been playing out in your life. And this is, those of you who know me, this is where I get really nerdy and passionate because astrology can seem very abstract and it's the same with anything really. You know, a wine sommelier, is that what they're called? Sommelier? (laughs) A wine sommelier whatever the word is, they have mastered being able to really detect, taste and articulate such subtleties within a sip of wine. And to a novice, to someone who is just used to buying the cheapest bottle of wine that they can find, you know, any teenage drinking years, probably you were going for Blossom Hill, (laughs) You may feel that's too far-fetched, but as you train yourself with anything, you become more aware of the subtleties and the nuances, and it's the same with astrology. If you're entering into this and all you've really known about astrology is, you know, these articles and magazines telling you about your star sign and predicting what's coming up for the month ahead, it's a very reductive way to understand astrology and 
oftentimes it it won't resonate because maybe your sun sign is cancer which is water but actually if you were to look at your personal astrology and understand your whole chart how all these different planetary placements are interacting with one another you may discover (laughs) that you have a ton of fire in your chart and so to read about the water sign cancer and what's going on there is unlikely to resonate with you and your unique blueprint. The past year and a half has been playing out on Taurus North Node, Scorpio South Node. So this has been calling all of us to explore balance between our material desires, our material lives, and the genuine need and also beauty in having a healthy relationship with money and realizing what value we can bring into our lives via financial security and abundance with the Scorpio energy of acknowledging we also must be nurturing and giving value for our spiritual self, for that higher aspect of us beyond our humanness, caring for our spirit and our energy. Scorpio is the sign of death and rebirth, aka transformation. So as I spoke to before, this acknowledgement that being alive is a calling to continually be transforming and allowing our identity to shift and evolve. That's the overall axis that's been playing out. Material self on one end in Taurus, spiritual self on the other end of the axis in Scorpio. Now, if you are finding this really interesting, as I say, learn about your chart because in your chart, regardless of whether your nodes are here, Taurus and Scorpio will be somewhere in your chart. And depending on which house they fall in, the houses speak to areas of life. So then you can start to get a much clearer picture of, okay, this has been where for the past year and a half, a lot of energy and a lot of potential for growth and evolution of patterns in these areas in my life as they pertain to my relationship with money and my spiritual self has been playing out. But generally speaking, we've all been called to reassess in these areas. And I love when it comes to these significant collective transits, being able to witness astrology in action on a global scale. And for example, whilst the North Node has been in Taurus, we've seen an entry into mainstream consciousness when it comes to alternative investing. You know, the huge rise in Bitcoin, in cryptocurrencies and NFTs. While simultaneously in this time frame, South Node and Scorpio, there was a huge boom within the coaching industry. And within spiritual growth, there's countless examples when it comes to this, but one that immediately springs to mind is the huge rise in breathwork, and specifically Wim Hof is an example, being given his own BBC program. (laughs) So wrapping up this year and a half on the Taurus-Scorpio axis, I am now going to offer you up a couple of questions that you can journal or just reflect on that really give you a final moment to consider the balancing of your material and spiritual self. 
and where it is that you currently see and place your value in relation to that. What does stability mean to you at this point in your life and how can you create more of that for yourself? Now you can reflect on this in terms of both the Taurian and Scorpius, Scorpius, (laughs) I keep saying that at the moment, and the Scorpion energy. So stability as it pertains to finances, to money, how you're managing that, but also How can you create your own internal stability through your spiritual endeavors, through your personal relationship with yourself? Secondly, taking some time to acknowledge the growth that you've displayed in these two areas of your life over the past year and a half. What choices have you made? What shifts have occurred as it relates to your material world and your spiritual particularly as someone who values growth and this constant journey that we're on, it's important to also acknowledge the growth that has occurred. So as we close this 18-month cycle, take a moment to reflect and look back in gratitude at all the ways you've displayed love and accountability to the things that matter to you most. Okay, so now moving forward, we've got the biggest day of the year, you could say, in terms of the astrology. As I said, also the new moon in Cancer. However, for the purposes of this pod, we're focusing on the nodal shift into Aries and Libra. Now, particularly for any cardinal signs... So this is obviously Aries and Libra. You guys are on the axis, but also Capricorn and Cancer. This is a year and a half that is starting a new chapter for you. Whereas Scorpio and Taurus, along with Leo and Aquarius, you guys have just wrapped up an 18-month cycle. So life should feel more grounded, a bit more settled and clear for you. My fellow cardinal signs, we are entering into a time of transformation. And as with any time of transformation, this can sometimes appear at the beginning to have an energy of frustration or why are things suddenly not flowing or working? Why am I starting to feel tense or frustrated, like things aren't really working anymore? Why is this ground that I consider to be stable appearing now to be unreliable and shaky? A lot of whys happen. There's a lot of questioning. And this is the beginning of transformation. And it can be frustrating because it's an in-between moment. You can sense that things aren't quite fitting right anymore, but you don't have answers necessarily there's just a lot of question marks so be with that energy this is a time as I'm always saying to tune in rather than to check out where are you feeling tense where are you no longer feeling supported in relationships with others or where can you sense your identity wishing to grow even if it feels a little bit illogical because it often will be this year and a half is an incredible time for transformation in regards to the relationship you hold with yourself and your key partnerships in life. 
That being said, all of us will feel this axis playing out, the balancing of me with we, the Aries independence, go-getting, steams ahead, acts first, thinks about it later and all the repercussions with the Libra energy of being diplomatic, considering all sides, championing partnerships and collaboration. So this is going to be colouring the global sphere as well, as I said, with the Taurus and Scorpio axis. So ways that we may see this playing out on the larger scale could be a huge rise in activism, new demographics getting involved in activism like never before, people speaking out on outdated structures or systems that are in place that are attempting to tear away our personal freedoms, that Aries energy, that fire of, no, I have a right to be independent and sovereign. Whilst on the flip side, the Libra South Node will be inviting all of us to release our people-pleasing tendencies to no longer ask for so many people's opinions that we forget the connection to our own instinct. There will be a re-evaluation of the relationships we hold in our lives. Who are we holding on to merely out of a sense of duty or because we've shared a past? So I don't know, I guess we must also now share the present and the future. As the nodes shift, all of this is being called into question. No, you're being reminded to see your own value, to realize the worth that your energy, your time and your attention holds and to be more selective and considered with the partnerships, with the collaborations, with the relationships that you allow to enter your energy, your field and your life because we become the sum of the people we spend the most time with and it's time now to choose them more wisely. This axis will absolutely be redefining both the relationship that you hold with yourself, your healthy boundaries, asserting your voice and your needs, really caring about your desires and where you wish to take yourself in this lifetime and getting into action on that. That's one of the really beautiful aspects of the Aries energy. It's the go-getter. As I said, it acts first and then thinks about the repercussions after. This is a year and a half that's going to encourage play and freedom, exploration, this beautiful toddler-like energy of curiosity and learning through experience, not through books, not through listening passively to information, but actually using your body, getting out there. And as I've said in many Instagram lives when I've been speaking about, you know, the Aries moon or the Aries season... Learning to love, quote unquote, failure, because fall fast and you're also still falling forwards. The more you try to shelter yourself and protect yourself from making mistakes, the more you are slowing down your own evolution. So give yourself permission to give things a go. Let your identity evolve and bloom over the next year and a half. With the South Node in Libra, both personally and collectively, I feel there's an invitation that many have already taken on, but there's 
an invitation here to no longer outsource your power. Yes, there's a time and a place to listen to authority, to listen to other people's opinions, but let's not dilute down our own sense of authority and power to the point where we feel we need external input to know what's best for us. So this is a time to really fortify your inner authority, that Aries fire, your knowing, your personal knowing, and to be more selective with who it is you're asking and seeking advice from. Collectively, this is a chance to observe where are you allowing other people's perceptions to impact the moves you're making in your life? Where are other people's opinions hindering your personal goals, hindering your personal desires? It's a time to to fan that internal flame and realize the fullness of your potential. There's an invitation here to take tangible steps towards your personal freedom, towards your personal desires, your unique path and to channel more of you into your life. If there is a lack of clarity on what your personal desires are, where you're wishing to go in your life, check out the show notes. The Your Destiny reading is an incredible place to start, and obviously it's speaking to exactly this. Where do you hold yourself stuck? What is your self-node comfort zone? Versus Where is your soul calling you forward in this lifetime to leave comfort in pursuit of fulfillment? A nodal shift is always an influence inviting us deeper into our destiny and purpose. We are all entering a new 18-month cycle and particularly for the cardinal signs, this is set to be an 18 months of transformation. This collective shift for all of us is going to boost self-confidence. It's a time for self-actualization. We will be seeing unstable, unsupportive relationships crumbling away with an emphasis on healthy boundaries coming into play. So here's to the next 18 months, my friends. And if you have found value in this episode, It would mean a whole lot to share the episode with someone you know who would also benefit from listening into this. Put it onto your story and tag me if you do so, so I can say thank you. And if you haven't already, consider leaving a rating or a review as this really helps the podcast to grow. And I will see you in the next episode.